Nazarazzi Zidane, the exchange words. And now this is what everyone will be talking about for Zinazine Zidane. Why, oh why, would he do that in his final international as he gets the red card? And isn't that a shot? Zinedine Zidane walking by and the that, World Cup. And that, if you don't recall, was probably the most crucial moment in the entire World Cup in 2006. Zidane headbutt got him a red card and most probably costed France the World Cup. Italy went on to win that edition and now we know that it was the last match that Zidane played. Welcome to Sports Bench, the Football World Cup 2010 edition. I'm your host Aditya and just like last time, along with me, I have first Nani. Hi guys. And also Advait. Hello everyone. What we are going to be doing for uh, in this episode is picking up Group A and going through the teams in Group A. But before that, you remember we, we guys, we spoke about the the big soccer city stadium it's going to be uh, the capacity that it has is 94,700 people etc etc uh, well it was inaugurated on the 25th of May 2010 and for the inauguration there was no party thrown or nothing like that but rather in true African style probably an ox was slaughtered at the South Africa soccer city stadium to bless the country's stadium for the FIFA World Cup 2010 a special Hosa warrior called by the name Zahile Sikavu, who is 70 years old from the Hawi clan, he speared the ox in the back of its neck between its horn. Uh, apparently, you know, uh, the president and director general of uh, Institute of African Royalty says that Zakile is a specialist in doing this, and he <laughs> came, <laughs> yeah, and and he and he travelled from eastern rural Cape to do this. Quite, quite a beginning to the World Cup, I, I know. Last I heard, uh, Sandra Bullock has cancelled her tickets to South Africa. Oh, in protest. <laughs> in yes. fear. In fear. <laughs> it doesn't end there, okay? They also communicated the spirit of the day's proceeding to other stadiums in the country spiritually. Pretty cool. Yeah, at, least they, at least they didn't slaughter bulls in all the stadiums. Thankfully. I, yeah, I know. And they probably had a barbecue after that event. <laughs> but let's get started. As we said, we are going to be talking about Group A. The Group A team consists of uh, who now, Nani? The hosts, South Africa, Mexico, Uruguay and uh, 1998 winners, France. France, France, France. So, give me a quick overview of the group itself. This has been a group at the edge of uh, being a group of death, okay? Because three teams, uh, Mexico, Uruguay, and France, can be called nations uh, with some kind of a football pedigree. Mexico is almost a regular at finals uh, over the last uh, couple of decades or more. Uh, it has also hosted a World Cup, and I have myself seen how fans um, uh, passionately travel behind this team during the World Cups. Uruguay is a two-time World Cup winner, remember? We talked about it the last yeah. time. And uh, France, of course. Uh, interesting uh, interplay has uh, happened for this group since the draw and as late as this week as well. So, quite a bit going on behind the scenes. This uh, turned out to be a funny group because it had three teams ranked in the teens. France at 10, Mexico at 17 and Uruguay 19. In no other group will you find three teams in such a narrow and fairly high range of uh, ranking. If uh, that was not all, there has been more drama this, uh, this week. The fresh FIFA rankings are out. 
and France is into single digits at nine. Oh. Okay. Mexico is unchanged at seventeen, and uh, Uruguay has climbed three points or three ranks, which means it is now ranked higher than Mexico at sixteen. Now that that's a question. How come the rankings change this late? Are they are they do they get points for friendlies as well? Because I know friendlies are are, are going on right now. Yes, they do get, but uh, uh, these rankings have to be uh, taken with a pinch of salt because um, uh, there is a lot of controversy in the way uh, these rankings are calculated. With uh, many fans believing that the European uh, nations co- have got an edge over uh, the other continents, so we just have to take these rankings with a pinch of salt. Then. Ah, well. So the the matches in this Group A of the 2010 FIFA World Cup are going to happen from the 11th June and will be going up to 22nd. June and then the you, you know the winners of this group will advance advance top to two. yeah the top two teams will advance to, to into the round of 16 uh, so Advait any w- w- what do you have to say about uh, group A overall now so yes it's an interesting group and um, of course the first match of the world cup which between the Bafana Bafana South African national side and Mexico will be an interesting one at soccer city yeah, so the local team is going to be there. Hey, we didn't apparently we didn't cover we didn't talk about the opening ceremony. Do we have any dope about what the opening ceremony is going to be about? Well, uh, we've got people like Shakira, Alicia Keys, and Black Eyed Peas lined up. So uh, looks like a big African gala that night. Aha! Let's see. Hasn't I think Shakira also recorded the official World Cup song, didn't she? Or was it someone else? I think it's a man named Kanan. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But uh, the song is called Waving Flag and it's a very nice song. Everyone should hear it. Yeah, we'll, you know what? We'll end with that song. Uh, we'll play 30 seconds and, and keep our fingers crossed that we don't get uh, sued for it. I don't <laughs> think so. Come on. I mean, you know what? This is, this is World Cup. I mean, they obviously produced the song so that fans could hear it. That wouldn't matter. Uh, uh, so, let's move on. You want to pick up, uh, you want to go team by team? Let's pick up uh, South Africa. And uh, start talking about them. Let's talk about the players that we want to watch out, uh, the local league, and any other trivia from uh, uh, about the team that our listeners should know. So, yep, South Africa, the host this year, also called the Bafana Bafana, which means the boys in their native language. The boys. And uh, it's an interesting team because uh, since the first World Cup in 1930, till 1990, that's almost 60, 60 years, they haven't played international football at the World Cup stage. And uh, they were banned in between, between 66 and 90. Uh, everyone knows that because of apartheid. And 94, they started their uh, qualifications but uh, did not qualify. So, 98 was the first time they played on, at the World Cup stage. And uh, 98 and 2002, they successfully qualified but they were out at round one. And uh, last World Cup 2006, they did not qualify. And uh, they're here this year as host automatic qualification. And uh, it's an interesting thing because they are... Uh, uh, what do you say? They are an interesting African nation. They've won the African Cup of Nations in '96. Yeah, and that's and not an easy thing, Adwait, right? I mean, Africa has a lot of good teams. I mean, we have Nigeria out there, and there are uh, Cameroon. There are good African teams. Yeah, so uh, African players are pretty famous around the world. I mean, you've got African players in the Spanish league, you've got African players in the English league. There is even Pienaar, who's a midfielder who plays for Everton football club in England. And he's had a very good season. Their captain, Aaron Mokwena, plays for Portsmouth, who's got who's on 99 caps. So we'll be seeing him playing the 100th match for his country in this World Cup. And uh, Benny McCarthy, he's an old man, age 32, 
but uh, he's been there around in english football he played for blackburn now he's playing for west ham united so we've have these couple of players who might just you know boost south africa's campaign this year don't forget uh, they have a wily old fox as their coach carlos alberto pereira yes so wh- wh- why do you uh, say that why do you say that vikram uh, well P- pereira has got uh, an envious uh, cv one of probably one of the best cvs uh, in uh, in uh, football Uh, South Africa has also managed to climb uh, rankings uh, in the last uh, one month as well. So there is surely confidence running through this uh, team at the moment, and plus they are the host. Now looking at the group and South Africa, who do you think are they most likely to defeat? Well, if you remember the opening match of the 20- 2002 World Cup, Senegal defeated France, and it was Senegal's first World Cup. It was a big defeat, and uh, France almost did not qualify for the knockout stage. So something like uh, that could happen, and uh, South Africa, if they pull up an upset, I mean the country will go crazy. Most of the players, if you take a look at the players, they play in the local South African league. So not a lot of international experience there. Will that even matter? More than half their team does play in the local league, but uh, I mean that shouldn't make a difference because football is football. Though the level of football is less, they have played. They do play the African Cup of Nations. They did play the Confederations Cup last year. and uh, i mean at the world cup stage each player will you know step up and uh, go that extra bit to play at that uh, stage so i think they'll put their heart out they'll play their heart out all the players irrespective of the league or club they play for and plus they're going to have the local support so that is that will definitely help a bit so yes playing in front of your home crowd playing in front of your countrymen will boost their morale yeah and and you had some interesting trivia as well about the team composition so yes we have one white person in the team named Matthew Booth who is a defender and uh, while i was watching the confederations cup last year every time booth got the ball the crowd went boo i was surprised at first but then i really realized they're not booing him but they're simply saying his last name which is booth it just takes them <laughs> a while to get to the th but so we all we hear on tv is boo but yep it's not mocking they're just trying to egimon egimon <laughs> yes Yeah well okay so best of luck to South Africa and let's see what how they do in front of the home crowd and let's move on to Mexico Mexico what are the predictions for Mexico Mexico has uh, Mexico has always been an interesting team uh, they have uh, reached the round of 16 in the last uh, four wor- world cups and uh, they they play they usually play a very lively brand of football which is good to watch but for some reason they have never been they have rarely ever re- reached beyond uh, the round of 16 in 1978-86 they were quarter finalists but uh, that's the best i mean nothing ahead of the quarter finals so never played a semi final since 1930 and, yeah they were playing hosts uh, that year as well Mexico has uh, played uh, two warm-up games this week and against England and Holland, and they have lost both. That is not uh, that is not uh, good news on the confidence uh, front. So, uh, as I said, the team uh, played uh, pretty lively football with ample possession time and quite a few shots on goal. Um, however, uh, before before these two games, uh, Mexico beat Angola, Senegal, and 15th ranked Chile. Okay, so. uh it's been a mixed bag uh going into the world cup for um, uh, for mexico uh they have another game coming up this time against italy on june 3rd this is a warm up game not a world cup game of course a warm up game so there against italy it means that their goal scoring uh, their forward line will be tested again 
Now, are there any big names in in the team? Because I don't recall big Mexican name playing for a big club, or am I wrong? Uh, you are wrong there. <laughs> okay, you both are... of you guys, both of you guys were more than happy to point uh, that out. So tell me about uh, that. Mexico and South America are uh, exporting uh, nations as far as uh, football talent is concerned for uh, Europe and um, Mexico you have the captain Rafael Marquez is the veteran who's um, managed the backline for Barcelona he's grown old now then we have um, Guillermo Franco who's, who was with uh, West Ham uh, he's 33 years of age amongst the younger crowd there is uh, quite a bit of talent there Jonathan dos Santos uh, Barcelona his brother Giovanni dos Santos these guys uh, play in the midfield but then uh, Carlos Vela with Arsenal 22 years of age Javier Hernandez who just signed for Manchester United this week he's 22 oh, oh. so uh, there is there is uh, some serious talent out here so as nani mentioned uh, the dos santos brothers both ex barcelona products Uh, Jonathan still plays for Barca and Giovanni has moved on to Tottenham and Carlos Vela the Arsenal youngster so I have seen these three players play and uh, Vela and Giovanni both have a vicious left foot so these are players to watch out this world cup amongst the young crowd the coach is Javier Aguirre uh, who was himself a midfielder uh, well he's had a pretty uh, interesting uh, uh, last one decade a pretty successful one as well uh, as coach uh, first of mexico Uh, leading them up into the 2002 World Cups and later for Osasuna and Atletico Madrid, but um, I have just heard that I've just read somewhere that he is uh, a bit on the defensive side, which uh, is surprising given given the flair with uh, which uh, Mexico usually plays. Well, I mean, you have players from Barcelona and Tottenham and Arsenal who are known for their atta- attacking style of play. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to uh, say, and 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 that is where you know, Adway, we just spoke about how the playing in the local leagues matter, etc. Because a, a player sort of develops his own style based on the league that he is playing. If you if you are playing for a Barcelona team for a long time. that is the style of football that you you just tend to play so true true the club does groom a player but uh, the player has his own style but uh, yes carlos vela has fit into arsenal very well he's an attacking winger plays on the flank can play forward up up front and uh, yes so you have i mean as nani says the coach is defensive so it will be interesting to see what tactics they employ with uh, the issue with young- uh, mexico uh, i feel is that uh, the older guard is really old and the youngsters are really young Yeah, Cuauhtemoc uh, Blanco, who's who has who played really well in the qualifiers. He's 37. He's a, he's a striker. You have uh, Franco at 33, and uh, Marquez, uh, goalkeeper Oscar Perez is 37, and uh, this uh, young lot. Interesting young youngsters, but you know, at the World Cup, you need experience at some point. Yeah, but Nani, don't forget that Suker, Croatian player, when he won the Golden Boot, he was one of the oldest guys playing the World Cup. Exactly, it's it has to be a mixture of uh, experience and uh, fitness. I, I mean, especially if you are a striker, you you need to know when you got to accelerate and wh- when you want to spend your energy chasing that ball down. And not just when; it is also uh, the capability of your body to accelerate. Yeah. Oh, Aditya okay. Matre Aditya Matre guys will know that very well because he used to be a striker and he used to run he was the he was the Michael Owen of our team back in our college days <laughs> Yeah but and the problem was that I always was I always offside. was caught offside you know Yes so, <laughs> that, that was because the, all the defenders were way slower than him 
and the, I always got a mouthful from from the midfielder as well. That you know, I don't hold on. You got to make the run at the right moment. That that, that was almost around eight to ten years back. So things have changed since then. Do we see them causing any upsets? Will they make it to the second round? Any predictions, Adwait? Well, uh, this team does look strong on paper. We, as we mentioned, we there are a couple of uh, players that we've seen play and we know how they play. And uh, looking at this group, uh, hopefully they should beat Uruguay and South Africa. Looks like that. But uh, again, nothing. I mean, we can't determine anything. 90 minutes of that game will determine it. But uh, hopefully, I think Mexico will go through to the next round. If you look at the qualification rounds, uh, Mexico uh, has been uh, the better team. Okay, South Africa, of course, being the host, has just uh, has got a, a free entry into the uh, finals. France and Uruguay had a very tough time getting into the finals, but uh, Mexico, uh, comparatively, uh, once uh, Sven Goran Eriksson was sacked in February 2009, and uh, since when Javier Aguirre took over, then and since then uh, they have uh, performed pretty well. They've uh, lost only two matches under Aguirre, which is impressive in his 23-match span right now. So hopefully they carry this form into the World Cup. It will be good. Yeah, let's That's see. So they they are going to be playing their first match with against South Africa, the opening match, in fact. So let's see how uh, the first match goes on and who gets the first points on the board. Yeah, South Africa and Mexico, 11th June at four o'clock uh, in Soccer City, Johannesburg. Moving on, let's take the next team, which is Uruguay, the two-time world champion. But that was long, long time back. Uh, last time it was in 1950. What what sort of information do we have on these guys? Uh, uh, Uruguay has uh, two known names: uh, Diego Forlan and Diego Lugano. So they've also got a new interesting prospect, Luis Alberto Suarez, who is just 23 years old and uh, he plays striker for them. So he currently plays at Ajax, and he's got a very impressive record at Ajax. In 97 appearances for his Dutch club, he scored 74 goals, Ooh. which is really impressive for a striker. And uh, he's been on the target radar for a lot of English teams. I mean, Arsenal want him, so do Manchester United. And uh, so I think he he will be the key for Uruguay. He'll play up front with Poland. And uh, he should be. You know, Uruguay should count on him to convert the goals for them. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the final uh, squad has been announced by uh, coach Oscar uh, Tabarez yet. But the uh, you take a look at the preliminary squad and it's uh, in uh, age-wise, it's a pretty well uh, spread out um, squad. It looks like few youngsters uh, thrown alongside uh, experienced guys like Lugano, Forlan, and uh, Maxi Pereira. So if you look at the previous World Cup history. Apart from 1930 and 1950, where they were champions, uh, Uruguay have achieved nothing great. I mean, a semi-final in 1954 and 1970, but uh, after that, even qualifying has been hiccups. So they haven't qualified for like one five World Cups, and the last one in 2002 was a round one exit. So it'll be interesting to see what Uruguay uh, bring to this World Cup. See, it's it's a Latin American uh, team, guys. So uh, they will definitely bring in flair, and they will be a good team to watch. That's for sure. And uh, the last game, Mexico Uruguay is expected uh, to be the fight for the second spot. If we if we assume that France would be number one from this group, the fight will be for the number two spot for the round of 16. So that makes Mexico versus Uruguay the the most important game probably. That's on June 22nd. Uh, but there's a big assumption saying that France is going to be doing well. Uh, yeah, uh, because uh, uh, France. Well, for me, uh, they've got a tired and 
I, I would say a defensive uh, minded coach Raymond Dominic he continues from the last time he was a defender himself but uh, well uh, you might you might good players i mean he's got class players there yeah you might you might argue you might argue the last time around it was uh, zinedine zidane who took them all the way to the finals he has the record to show uh, yeah as you said uh, they have uh, some uh, serious uh, talent and well known talent yes but uh, if you remember i don't think france should be in this world cup at all yeah the, the ireland match you talking about the- yeah that's right captain and leading goal scorer made sure that the ball didn't go out he pulled it back and he slotted it in for william gallus to score the goal which was a big huge controversy and uh, that's why ireland are not playing this world cup that reminds me uh, william gallus uh, there are question marks on his fitness uh, he forms he forms a, uh, the backbone of a very strong and uh, experienced as far as club football is concerned experienced uh, defense line okay along with uh, eric abidal who uh, plays for barcelona uh, sanya arsenal uh, and patris evra manchester united so uh, that's a pretty strong uh, backline uh, in the midfield as well we have well known uh, club level players uh, we have uh, diaby for arsenal uh, gorkov who has come along from plays for bordeaux he has uh, come along pretty pretty well um, uh, recently uh, maluda chelsea and uh, tulalan for lyon Yes, and the strike force. We've got a couple of oldies here. We've got Cisse, Sidney Gobu, Thierry Henry, and Nicholas Anelka, all around the age group of 30. And only one youngster, Andre Pierre Gignac, who's 24, who plays for Toulouse in France. So yes, that will be uh, interesting because there's no Trezeguet this year, there's no Zidane this year. And uh, Karim Benzema and Patrick Vieira have also been left out. But Adwaid, you have forgotten Frank Ribery, man. Mr. Ribery. So. Um... Let's see what the Blues, as they are known across the world, can do in in this World Cup. Last time they came to the finals, only to be left high and dry by Zinedine Zidane, and they lost to Italy. Uh, let's see what magic they can do this time. This time they have reached the finals with some with some uh, cunning uh, play in yes. the qualifiers. All, these are all interesting things, right? Hand, whenever a hand has been involved in a goal, they have all always been at crucial times. Uh, Maradona against uh, England, Thierry Henry against Ireland, and it somehow happens against the Great Britain countries. <laughs> But I mean, looking back at the Thierry Henry one, it was disappointing. I mean, I it was watching the video on YouTube and TV. It was it was really disappointing. And they actually Ireland actually wanted a rematch, but FIFA didn't allow that. Let's see Nasib Nasib ka khel hai. Let's see what happens. Uh, so any now now let's quickly go through the predictions. Who is who is going to be Qualifying from this group, uh, Nani has already put down money on France. Nani, who's your second pick? Tough to say, really tough to say. Mexico, Uruguay. Pick who would you want to see? Who would you want to see from a viewer's point of view? Who is more entertaining? Who is going to be playing? I, I hate Italians for their play. So who's going to be? <laughs> yeah, it's very boring from a audience perspective. <laughs> so tell me, Nani. Uh, I would uh, maybe Uruguay would be interesting. Uh, Adwait. See, um, I'm betting my money on France to be top, and uh, actually, I would like to see South Africa going through. <laughs> you see, everyone uh, likes to see the underdog go through. See, I've I've seen them play in the Confederations Cup, and they've got a couple of pacey players. I mean, the the game on the flanks is very fast, and uh, I've seen I've seen their games in the Confederations Cup last year, and uh, I would really like to see South Africa going through. Look, uh, uh, we have to wait for the. 
for the games to start okay because it's it's a totally different ball game yep completely every match is different and let's see what happens we have been talking for around 25 minutes and uh, i think we have covered it pretty well let's just end with as as we decided earlier let's end with the football world cup 2010 song that south africa has put out and it's a pretty pacey you know number to begin with but then as nani said it just uh, drags on a bit towards the end so here it is and don't forget to log on to www.theindicast.com to leave any comments on whatever we have said nani adwait uh, thanks a lot for being there again and uh, we'll be covering group b who is in group b el diego el diego okay <laughs> and who else Uh, it is uh, Argentina, Nigeria, Korea, South Korea. South Korea, and Greece. That's about it, guys. And here is the official song for you. Only the thirty seconds. Don't sue us. Bye bye. Feel now, unify us, make us feel proud.